Welcome back to episode 14 of Who's Code Again. I am your host, Abhin. I'm joined by my uh, three co-hosts in uh, Tushar, Siddharth, and Akshay. Actually, Akshay was supposed to introduce the show, but he ran away to go eat some food because priorities, I guess. I it's left it's been left to me to like introduce the show and decide what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> but anyway, what today we'll be taking a look at City becoming champions, uh, their ridiculous result against Chelsea on the weekend, for which we did a watch along. We'll also take a look at United's uh, loss to Leicester yesterday afternoon uh, slash evening, depending on where you are, and what it meant for the league table, especially Liverpool. We'll also take a look to the weekend's fixtures and we'll discuss uh, our FPL teams, or at least the three FPL teams that are active at this point. Uh, That being said, let's get on with the show. Okay, while Akshay is still eating, uh, how is everyone? Uh, still, still, still stuck in lockdown, you know. Uh, at least the football is keeping company and there's a, there's a game every day, so that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's just about... The, the unfortunate aspect is that each game kicks off past 10 or at least past midnight, so that's a little annoying because... The only issue with that I have with nighttime kickoffs is if you lose, you're pissed off, you can't sleep. If you win, you're like pumped with adrenaline, so you can't sleep either. So, win, lose, you're not sleeping for the next two hours anyway. Yeah, I get, I get that. I, I mean, I faced that a lot. <laughs> Last okay, night, so- I literally had to watch something so boring. I, I like, I had to re, I had to watch a, a rather rewatch some two, three episodes. Of two and a half men just to go back, just to go to sleep after that dismal United performance. Maybe we'll start with that uh, the performance that ultimately gave Man City the title. Now, I saw a lot of people on social media having issues with the lineup, but I feel it was forced because three games in a space of five days, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Like, that's not on Ole, that's on the fixture list itself. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Liverpool fans are pissed off that uh, he fielded a, a weaker team for Leicester and not for them. If you if he fielded a weaker team for the Liverpool game, he'd have been lynched. <laughs> you don't you don't fuck around with the Liverpool fixture if you're if you're United manager. And obviously, that I don't know. I I, I know Sid has contrasting points, but that first half was super entertaining because. The front three was so quick and fluid uh, in Greenwood, uh, Elanga, and um, uh, and Diallo. Ahmad. It was a, yeah, Ahmad. It was Ahmad. so much fun to watch. They, I mean, they all gassed out pretty quickly in the second half, and then Leicester just uh, pressed us to death. But th- that first half was so much fun, and two great goals, both by 19-year-olds. But I felt like oh, it was yeah. like a youth team where like everyone's just running after the ball, like. The ball goes here, everyone, all three fellows are running this side. Ball goes there, all three guys are running this side. Yeah. And then by half time, they're, they're done. Like, that's like, boss, I can't run anymore. It's like Ma- Matic was pressing everywhere in the first half. I'm like, wow, where did this Matic come from? Then he comes out at half time and he can't move a muscle. <laughs> like, his legs are gone. He's being, they're running through midfield. 
and Van Der Beek also the same thing. It, I think that it would, the game would have ended in a draw if it wasn't for a very stupid decision. I, uh, judging by Ole's comments, he expected the ball to have gone in for a throw-in. That's when he decided to make substitutions, but instead the ball had gone out for a corner. The golden rule in football is you don't make substitutions at a defensive corner because it shifts everyone's positions and um, it's just like it causes a lot of confusion. And I, I kid you not, I was literally thinking, why are you making a change at a defensive corner and Soyuncu gets up and hits it in? Oh, that too, uh, in, ahead of Rashford would just come on. So he's obviously not clocked in. But it is what it is. I think it was uh, Matic's fault though. I thought it was Matic's fault because Matic... I, I mean, United do defend zone, but that was Matic's zone. Matic did not... Like you said, his legs were gone. It was the 78th minute or something and he didn't even bother to jump. Yeah. So Inchu just wanted it more. He just... He he just went ahead of... Uh, or rather got ahead of Matic. Boom, bullet header into the goal. But yeah, uh, I thought... I thought I, I I echo the same thoughts as you in the first half. I thought it was really entertaining to watch. Especially those three kids like... Uh, Tushar said, just running after the ball like like a bunch of teenagers like that they are. Randomly running after the ball. At one point, Alanga was everywhere and not in his and not in the place that he was supposed to be. He was he was in right wing, right back, just chasing after the ball. Like a kid in the <laughs> playground. To watch. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is like in school, watch. right? When yeah. kids, all the kids run to one, one near the ball. No one's keeping both. Mm-hmm. So, but but what what I think is by United losing to Leicester, they've taken the sting out of Liverpool's uh, the Liverpool fixture, because I think right now the top four hopes are very very bleak. Like they can't make it. Uh, I, I would Liverpool say, have to win. Have, they have to win now against United, right? Like yeah, they really, to win. Yeah, they have a very easy uh, run of fixtures to end the season because after United they play West Brom. Burnley and Palace, I think. They have to win for the Europa spot also. Right now, uh, the next year, I think Conference League starts. So, the English Premier League gets only one Europa spot. Wait, who's fifth right now? West Ham? West Ham's fifth. So, if they don't come fifth, then they go into Conference League. So, I thought they had two Europa spots. So, has that changed? I wasn't aware. Yeah, it's changed. Yeah, Mm. it's changed to only one spot. One spot or two. I thought it was always two spots. I thought it was no, two. No, but I think over no, the, after the conference league that they're going to do next year, oh. hmm. they're going to give you give the English Premier League only one, and then I think six, seven, eight go to conference league. No, oh, okay. And then what? You have to win that, and then you get into Europa. Yeah. So if you win conference league, then you get automatic to Europa. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Van Dijk against Shamrock Rovers. United have to win that game on Thursday. Yeah. I actually, I see that game ending in a draw. Um, If at all. I don't see United winning that game. Purely because they played played Thursday, they played Sunday, they played Tuesday, they're playing Thursday again. That team is going to die. And I, I feel Ole will play the full strength team there. And when it gets to Fulham, it's going to be which is next Tuesday, it's going to be a completely different squad. I just imagine Liverpool playing like real Betis or something. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> like, where the hell are we? What are we doing here? <laughs> like, the real daughters of... Uh, fight him. Teams that we've never heard of. Imagine Ronaldo playing against some 
fa- uh, some uh, pub team from some third uh, like some random team from ukraine or something scoring the fifth goal and going sim what do you want for that <laughs> i think if they if they don't make europe he's off he'd be like screw this yeah he really go yeah. for his bloody wages mls dude he's he's going there for united ah uh, you think he'll they, go to united or madrid i i hope he doesn't go to either because either team don't need him right now because to have to slow down the game to suit his style of play and having to like you know he makes it all about himself exactly like dude yeah it's just <laughs> and he's and he's too old for every anyone to do it like give give me a 28 year old ronaldo a bit near hand off cuz i know to 33 this dude is going to like be at the top of his game but no i'd like we did this is latan we already have cavani who is already 34 33 34 and renewed last, right yeah he renewed uh, also oh, i am so happy he renewed have you been seeing the runs he makes it's unbelievable trust me that goal against uh, oh, i think it was villa right yeah we have to talk about that on. game i i ha- so i i got in cavani instead of greenwood right so actually <laughs> we were discussing he's like I'm, i mean he's had greenwood for a couple of weeks now and i yeah. was like okay let me try a differential let me go with cavani So I got Cavani, and Cavani came on. I thought he'll get his customary goal. Okay, when Rashford had the ball, and Cavani was behind. Who was it? I think uh, it was the right back. He was behind the right back at the time. I think Mandy Cash was playing right back. When mm. Rashford had the ball, for some reason, it was like intuition. I'm like, Cavani is going to score now, right? He just comes ahead of him. The I don't know, Mings or someone didn't have a clue where he was. Header straight, and I'm like, okay, thank God he matched Greenwood's. Uh, goal uh, from from earlier in the game i was like thank god i didn't make a mistake so so what i've uh, started to real, like notice is now whenever kavani is on the pitch i don't look at the person who has the ball i invariably uh, look for the person who i mean i look for where kavani is making the run and the moment rashford got the ball i looked at, i looked at kavani and he was on the uh, he was just behind oh. the right back and Rashford floats it in. He makes that darting run completely uh, wrong foots yeah. every defender. Like there are four defenders, then he's made that run through all of them. The yeah. the defenders are are, are are wrong footed. The keeper has no clue what's happening, and because I've been seeing Rashford play number nine and fail to do it miserably, and at Martial also is will in his life won't make that much effort to make those movements. Thirty uh, three or Cavani has come on and. especially for games where we will need him for second half second half of the season uh starting next year i mean i i really hope they haven't what you uh given up on their pursuit of a of a winger but we are, we also have to talk about how important united's results will mean to secure uh jaden sancho next year i think currently the the talk is that sancho is being valued at 100 million euros or something and united want to get the deal done before euro 2021 but i thought it was 70 million euros and not 100 I, i mean i was hearing i mean i was hearing rumors that his price has almost come down by half so i just read a report I mean, in the build the build today so build was like oh 70 oh today okay so i mm. saw i saw i saw it on sunday uh, that his price no, we, has come down by half we discussed this in the watch along So oh yeah by the way i mean for, for new listeners to the board or old listeners 
if you don't know already we started doing watch alongs yay like the four of us are, <laughs> uh we ended up doing our first game on saturday which was the chelsea man city game it was really entertaining i mean obviously there were a few technical issues it being the first time we ever done something like this but speaking of chelsea we have to talk about uh their win against man city which could have so easily been uh, avoided for city had aguero not done what he'd done <laughs> Yeah, Guerrero's Panenka was probably one of the worst I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and you you can tell that this guy was practicing this in penalties for like last 2 3 weeks like I'm going to go and do a Panenka the next time I get a, a penalty and he messed it up so bad like um Mendy stopped it with one hand like he saw the ball he's like how oh, okay wait let me get up he got up and then with one <laughs> hand he stopped the ball. <laughs> He was it was, it was yeah. so nonchalant. It was like, huh, okay, really? All right, sure. <laughs> yeah. And then the second half comes and Tuchel is like, ah, this is their tactic. This is what we're going to do. And then they equalize. And of all the people to get the winner, it's bloody Marcus Alonso, who once again left back. What is he doing in the center of the of the six yard box? <laughs> I for for a minute I was like, who is that? And I don't know why even after all you, these years you, you know what's funny about that goal is um Hudson Odoi is actually supposed to receive it he's uh-huh. gone to kick the ball Alonso's front of him he kicks it on the goal and Odoi by mistake kicks Alonso <laughs> no one sees that okay <laughs> yeah that was quite uh, <laughs> yeah I mean, I season, but is, that's what happened yeah this is like yeah. a second big game i mean uh, by big game i mean like Uh, top six clash where Alonso has ended up in the middle of a, of the six yard box scoring the winner in the 90th minute. I think there was a game uh, Chelsea versus Spurs a few seasons ago where he does a very similar thing. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. He's he's not really like a defensive wing back, right? He's an attacking wing back, and that's all. He just ends up in the box like someone passed to him. He taps it in. He he makes those great runs. He's like like boss. You need someone to help defend. Watch me while I while I go. I will figure out the rest. <laughs> Which is why he was yeah, priced. He's, he yeah, he's unlike any of our other forwards. He needs one chance and he'll score. Like just one half chance, one half tiny chance and he'll score somehow. Like it, it's very weird. I was like, dude, like Marcus Alonso pops up in the most. I mean, you you should expect it by now. You should be conditioned to it, given that. Uh, from an FPL perspective, one season he was seven million in uh, in price, right? Uh, that's what. Yeah. So you knew that no, the guy has attacking potential, and still, like, I, th- I think Tuchel has managed to get uh, a second wind out of him, and to devastating effect, surprisingly. But uh, I'm just I'm prepped for an Alonso winner in the Champions League. Alonso and Werner with the goals to make it a two-one win would be the biggest troll. uh of of the season i think the season will, will be like okay fine and on this note we sign off <laughs> but i feel bad for city that they now win the league when they win a game <laughs> always win it at like old trafford or something someone else goes and beats united or something you know this is the second you know this is the second time they're winning the league because we lost the game i think the previous time they won a league or rather won the league was when we lost 1-0 to west brom i think i was away to west brom yeah six, six times the title has been decided at old trafford 
and only three of them have united won the title race <laughs> united the don't win they've decided the title yeah United very rarely win the the title at Old Trafford. They always win it. Win it at Wigan. They win it at Blackburn. Uh, Rooney at Blackburn. I remember vividly. Uh, Some underwhelming thing. <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, Rooney at Black. I remember that game where uh, Evra was making uh, bunny uh, what bunny ears behind Ferguson's head. <laughs> Literally, pe- yeah. zero, <laughs> zero please, people give a fuck about that um, about that season. But yeah. Even to you know, twenty twelve was the, the last time United twenty thirteen, right? The, the Aston Villa goal was where uh, the one Van Persie yeah. decided the title. Mm. Van Persie hat trick. Van Persie hat trick. Mm. Great game. That was. But yeah, it would have been yeah. great for them to win the title with like Aguero instead of like Suyongko. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's 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 not talk about Aguero, please. I cried that day. Like I've never cried for anything, and I ended up crying that day. I have I have made my peace with it. Occasionally, it'll pop up on my timeline somewhere, and I'll be like, "Yeah, fine, cool, dude." It's okay. I I have. I think the fact that uh, I mean, today, like, I I in my opinion, if they had won that title, Ferguson would have retired, and we would have never seen the Van Persie season. So, so silver linings, I guess. And also, United were quite I, I shit in that. <laughs> there was. Really well, what do you guys think of Pep, dude? Do you think, guys think like now, like Pep is the greatest manager ever? No chance, dude. He's not the greatest. He's one of the greatest managers of all time. I think. I think. I think he's in my eyes at least he's number two after Fergie. And if, uh, not not only. I mean, with Fergie, I'm not saying because I have a bias towards United. I just think that what he's achieved over. And the longevity of of that, and it's not that he did it only in the Premier League. He was also a Scottish champion, I think, with Aberdeen. So yeah, he, he took he beat Aberdeen in leagues, but in the Champions League, they 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 beat Madrid in the so, final. So no, but like it's, so, so it's, the thing about Pep is he's won in over th- three countries with obviously with three best teams he's had, but he's done it with like swagger and playing beautiful football. But that comes at a cost, yeah, right? I, like, I understand what you mean, Tushar. But like, at what? See, he's again, like you just said, he he's won it with the three best teams, uh, with the three best teams in their respective leagues, and he's done it with money at his disposal. He's done it without having to build a stadium or without having to fund any debt. None of that. He's just he's gone in. He's got a checkbook. Agreed. He's played brilliant football. We had the city centurions. All of those things. It's fine. All of that is fine. I mean, maybe if he wins the Champions League this season, no. That could what be. I mean to say is, like, in comparison to say Mourinho or or um, let's say even Fergie, right? There are a lot of seasons where they've just played like shit house football just to get those wins. I think I've this season. I think this season they've shit house. I mean, they they've they ground out one nil wins. The most amount amount of one nil wins this season because this is the most defensive he's been ever. Like I've remember, like Pep was notorious for being caught on the counter. Or usually it would be okay. We you you score, we we'll score four, you we'll score three max. This season he shut them down like one nil. Grind, 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 grind. Take three points, get lost. One nil. Grind, grind, grind. Take point, take three points, get lost. Occasionally he removes the handbrake and they go and like smash a team three nil, three nil, four nil. No, but e- even the one nil wins, hmm. they're still passing beautifully to each other to keep in possession. 
more than going defensive they're playing very like nice uh, possession football right oh they play exceptional so, so football yeah and and like they just give it to de bruyne like de bruyne can be your striker or or he can be literally like a uh what is that uh, thing quarterback you have like in american football where he just lobs the ball in and people just keep tapping it in. it's not even like, as much they were able to turn that I don't think I, I, in my opinion De Bruyne had a pretty underwhelming season because he's been injured for most parts but even though I know his his assist tally is about 13 14 assists already uh the the midfield stepped up he didn't have a striker for most parts because Gabriel Jesus is useless Yeah Gundogan yeah Yeah Gundogan and Ford in dude Phil they uh, really Yeah so and more than them it's the defense that really fixed up john stones and ruben diaz are team of the season defenders nothing got past those two and zinchenko also had also had a great season uh, kyle walker had a slow start but came back into it jao cancelo had a great start and then when he tailed off walker came into it see the only issue i have with city is that they spent 105 million on defenders this year out of which we only talk about ruben diaz where right, who was about 60 million the other 45 million was on nathan ake and nobody ever talks about nathan ake because he's barely used nathan ake but a 45 million defender for most teams including yours and including mine ends up starting with lindelof was what 40 million 35 35 yeah i have to see him make a mistake every two weeks uh because of it so and still not be dropped like i mean not that bai was like is some exceptional defender and the fact that he they renewed his contract also scares me cuz uh, i don't think united have the funds to go in and get a new center back and I, and you know in a way uh, like i was a little bummed about yesterday's result because if united had won leicester and the liverpool games which is a, which is a far fetched idea it would have brought them to like 3 points or 4 points behind city and city had to go to newcastle and win now i in my opinion the title was decided when callum wilson went off with a hamstring injury because without uh, callum wilson uh, in that team like if you if you play fpl and if you have a triple captainship put it on aguero and just close close your eyes and and go your merry way because that newcastle are very are two very different teams one with callum wilson and one without And speaking of Newcastle, did you see the thumping they gave uh, Leicester on Friday night? It was hilarious. They were yeah. four-nil. What four-nil. Was <laughs> They're like, "Fine, you keep the ball. We'll hit you on the counter." I I love Newcastle's new counter-attacking style of football. They did it to West Ham as well because West Ham love counter-attacking. They said, "You keep the ball. We'll counter-attack." <laughs> That's how they beat them. Yeah, I, I'm just surprised by this resurgence. Like suddenly, like. where did it come from like newcastle are playing like amazing football suddenly last few weeks dude i think because uh, the return of saint maximan has, has helped because that that dude is going to get a move to a slightly bigger club next year and i think if he goes he'll probably go i don't know where would you see him end up i think he ends up in southampton spurs i think I don't, I don't know. I think I don't Everton think already have Richarlison who plays there, so I don't think ever uh, Everton uh, would would go in for him. They have Richarlison, and they have backup for Richarlison. Uh, Bernard, they uh, they also have Bernard. So I I'd say Spurs would go in for him if Sean leaves. Though, um, I, 
apparently bale has uh, bale has renewed his contract for next season as well so we might see gar bale stick around for one more season i mean that makes sense for spurs right where will you get a winger like that for 12 million a year like you still have to pay him a shit you still have to pay him a shit ton of no. money he doesn't doesn't track back no 90% of his wages are still being paid by madrid spurs are only paying 10% of his wages mm. okay and the loan amount is 12 million Okay, and they're paying him some hundred thousand a week, which is damn cheap, damn cheap. Like it's a perfect bargain for Spurs. I'm very interested to see uh, how Spurs look. I, I, I think we all expect Kane to leave this summer. I would no, love. But mostly those players are really shit to leave Spurs. Uh, maybe Sun and Kane. Um, I don't know who else will can leave Spurs. I, I, one of two they're losing this summer, and I expect that to be Kane. But I, it depends on where he goes, and I, and I feel it could be some like if Mbappe leaves PSG this summer because Neymar renewed anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so if Mbappe Which is leaves, surprising, right? I mean, I'm not not really surprised. The World Cup is next year. They must have held him at ransom. Like till the World Why, Cup is over. What does the World Cup have to do with it? It's the Qatar owners, no? You do? You think Neymar got hotels, bro? <laughs> like his family has <laughs> hotels in Qatar. No, but I I think mostly because he he likes being the guy that can do whatever he wants, bend the rules when he wants. Have you seen that post where he like last six years or five years or whatever he's been in PSG? Every every time March. on his sister's sister's birthday, he's injured <laughs> for two weeks. <laughs> It's a very crazy relationship. In quotes. Yeah, and and yeah, like you know, he's pulling shit like this, and he's still the star there, so he doesn't care. It's not. It's by the way, it's not March. His sister's birthday is in Feb. Sometimes, sometime around Valentine's Day. He always misses the first leg of the quarterfinals or something. Like when he first leg of round of sixteen. Ah, uh, you'd like final come back second mm-hmm. leg, and we'll we'll carry on from there. <laughs> How is league one sh- uh, shaping up? I I know P- PSG drew. I think they're four points back with two games to go. PSG are not in the driving seat right now. They need one of their drivers to slip up to win. Yeah, dude, Buruk Ilmaz is killing it for uh, Lille. Thirty-five-year-old Buruk Ilmaz. Oh, they're three points behind. I just checked. Three. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they need them to slip up one game at least. Otherwise, they can't win it. Yeah. So I think yeah, the title race is out of PSG's hands as well. Okay. What other games do we discuss? We should should we look towards the weekend or is there something else from the week from the last week that you want to highlight? So, oh, dude, Frank uh, Lampard is being linked to Crystal Palace. Would be a good job, dude. Not gonna lie, actually, be a good job because Crystal Palace. Um, from an FPL perspective, I have uh, Zaha and Ward. I don't know why I got them, and I and because I I have Zaha and Ward, I decided to watch both the Palace games. It is mind-numbingly horrible to to sit through those games. I don't know. It's just defensively that they're, they're just killing that game. It's, it's not not a fun watch at all. It's like whoever bores each other first. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had, I had, uh, I mean, in my draft, in my draft team, I had Benteke and Eze, which 
which uh, which was a, a good uh, good for me in, in this past week. I think uh-huh. Benfica scored two, as they scored two or scored one and assisted one. So, yeah, so that's actually a pretty good uh, turnaround. Uh, so this this weekend's fixtures we have. Uh, Arsenal Liverpool actually uh, United Arsenal is tomorrow so we'll quickly do predictions for that um, how do you think that game is going to end United Liverpool I think it's going to be a draw yeah I guess it's going to be a draw yeah. Yeah, man, I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw because um, whoever scores first the other team is going to press and try to score to level up and no Harry Maguire either no Harry Maguire to um Was, I think the, the final think at least. Season, no, no, Harry Maguire for Euros also. He's out of the Euros. No, no, he's no. So Euros. they're saying. So that see. So basically, what they're saying is just a ligament tear. It's not a fracture. So typically, that's a three-week, three-week thing. But yeah, the FA Cup final is this week. So. Oh yeah, of course, Chelsea Leicester. That'll be an interesting game. Yeah. Um, it's two very possession-heavy teams, and I think they'll. in a way try to hit the other team uh, on a on the counter because chelsea are very good at it. they've got pace in behind with werner um and obviously uh, leicester have uh, vardy and nacho who are both on form but i i think tuchel out outsmarts rogers in this game chelsea are probably going to i mean in at least in my eyes they're probably going to do a cup double they're going to do the league and fa cup I mean, of course, they've had a successful season, but do you think that team, the team that is there currently, can win the league next year or come close to winning the league next year? It could actually. I think so. I think they just need one pre-season together, and we could challenge. We could challenge for a title, actually. I think Chelsea. I are, think uh, Werner and 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 uh, Ziyech and Ziyech might leave actually. Werner and Havertz, if they get their mojo back, we're on. I I feel the same defenders that you have. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um I, we might play three at the back next season actually. And uh, I think Tuchel will know how to coach that in. Like if he gets a good pre-season, he'll know how to coach them and then we'll become a completely like attacking team, not a counter-attack. Yeah, I think Tuchel I mean did the right thing. He addressed the leakiness at the back. but he would probably look to get a defender in for Thiago Silva because obviously he can't last the majority of the season and uh, i we, don't we, think we renewed his contract Thiago Silva oh, yeah i mean but you, for another year right for another year yeah that's yeah, the max so, i don't think more than that you can do mm. so i i the thing is we've got good academy players even on on i thought billy gilmore had a decent game against city which which is surprising actually You see, a lot of our team is actually our academy players. For all that you say that that Chelsea is a buy merchants or something and you know? all, we actually develop a lot of talent. But you the, do, but like, but in the first team, there are probably, I mean, there probably are probably two. two players that yeah, I can Mason Mount, Reece James, Cho, Reece James, Mason Mount, and maybe Cho. That's about it. And Tammy doesn't start, so Tammy doesn't start. Tammy is going. We still used him in this. Yeah, we used him half the season. Right? When Lampard was there, Tammy was still playing. Ah, uh, but he still Tuchel got us use... through our group stages. Yeah, maybe. But I'm saying for this campaign, Tammy's goals are what got us through the Champions League rounds and the FA Cup final. I mean, FA Cup rounds. 
I think more, today, right? more importantly, Tammy's goals got you Champions League this year because last year they they had the ban which forced Lampard to, um, you know, what do you call play they the kids. And soon as the ban was lifted, 300 million went out the door like that, right? Like Werner came in, Havertz came in, Thiago Silva came in, uh, Ziyech came in. Ziyech. Yeah, Pulisic was already there. So, uh, ultimately, I, I don't think it was Lampard's choice to play the kids. I don't think he ever agreed to that kind of philosophy. But Tammy is, in my opinion, a very underrated striker. I think for, for the build that comes with uh, with that guy and just how agile he is in the box and like he's quite nimble footed as well he's he scores all kinds of goals but he's not going to fit that Tuchel system because Tuchel prefers um, more pace uh, pace heavy forwards like a Werner or I don't know who he's going to they, they're also in the market for Sancho and I think they'll try and entice him but hey Gilmore is also academy of course, yeah, but he's like the first time he came, like he played a game in so long, dude. I, I really, I like Billy Gilmore. I think he's only sixteen, so he's a, he has a ton of, de- uh, of, of, de- of developing to do. So one definitely for the future. I, he needs to go on loan though, and I think if he goes to like a, a, a Southampton or a or even a Leicester where they'll actually coach him in in the right way. Yeah, but um, a lot of our squad depth is still academy. Like that's a great thing. Like like. It's a mix of both. Like we're buying big players and we're, we're mixing them with academy players, which is uh, also keeping a, great... a balance on our next spin, right? Mm, I think. I think in terms of transfer business, Chelsea's transfer business second to none. Just the way that I don't know what it is. Maybe they're hanging off like Mariana Granska. Granska, Gran- 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 I think. Yeah, I think that I think Marina's hanging uh, uh, people off buildings and be like, sign this document. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, allegedly, oh. just before I say. Okay, come <laughs> Roman is like, mm. No, but I think, so the main reason Lampard lost his job was, he was like, dude, Werner's not scoring. Screw this guy. I'm going to play Tammy Abraham, right? And then Mariana was like, no, dude, we bought these players. And he was playing only academy players at one point. He didn't play Harvards, he didn't play Ziyak, he didn't play Werner. And those are the three guys we bought big money, by. like we spent big money on them. Mariana came and said, dude, you can't do this. Yeah. How much is 80 million? And he's like, no, I'm doing this. Yeah, he's 80 million. Yeah, sure. Werner's 50. Hmm. Ziak is another like 40, 50, something like that. And yeah, so so it was big money, right? Mm -hmm. And Lampard didn't play them because they were not in form. And Mariana came and said, no, you can't do that. Do you think Tuchel wants to play Werner? Like the amount of misses he has, but he knows that he can't not play him. But luckily, he's coached him in a way that if he's not getting goals, at least he's getting into positions where he can assist. Where he can yeah. do hold up, ball play, and then pass. Like. I think Tuchel's system is covering up a lot of uh, Werner's what do you goals, call yeah. at the yeah, moment. Yeah. Because I, I don't think Timo Werner has this season next season. I think he has a goal-scoring season. Because if he's getting assists and he's getting as many like little goal contributions as he is now with such low, with such low confidence, imagine him with confidence. Yeah, that's what I hope. I hope we can coach it into him over a preseason, and maybe by next season he starts scoring. I do. I I feel Werner is going to have a breakout season next season. We want to watch for sure. Yeah, uh, but next season looks prime. Man. Like United look great. Uh, Liverpool, if hoping uh, that this season is an anomaly and they get all their players back, they'll be great. City is City always. No, but- 
but i think i think what abhin said on on uh, saturday uh, during the watch along uh, uh, that really struck me I, uh, he said uh, watch liverpool play thursday sundays and trust me uh, i mean <laughs> having followed you played for the last several season thursday sundays is no joke especially with that squad's uh, uh, history of injuries thursday sunday you think sala and, and mane are playing thursday sunday uh, regularly talk and uh, they are uh, pressing that jigen pressing that they keep doing there's no way they can keep that up can, yeah. uh, i don't even think yeah that's not a sustainable anymore. system yeah they're not they, pressing they've anymore they modified right? it right yeah they so modified now it's, it right yeah like kiran dyer talks about it and he says where he went from it being a gegen pressing model obviously there's a fair bit of high pressing involved but where the attack was shifted to the full backs and the full backs carry the attack mm. and the midfield is there to stop the counter so yeah. the full backs push up cause mayhem in the box because i don't see i don't think trent is aiming at a specific it's more wing backs right than full yeah. backs yeah yeah i don't yeah see, but I he don't, still plays four at the back though yeah he goes four but pushes the two up the two full backs up the pitch the yeah. fabinho uh, drops into midfield with uh, drops into defense with van dijk and uh, wijnaldum and henderson do the clean up while sala <coughs> mane and uh, fabinho or uh, now jota are havoc in the middle but what people clocked in on was they realized the bo- the space behind trent without van dijk is their weakness which is why the moment trent gets forward they like like the the biggest example of this was the uh, fa cup game excuse me uh, for liverpool against united every time trent vacated the space rashford stayed ahead so trent would come rashford would be ahead they'd lose the ball it would go back to rashford he would start the counter attack and till van dijk comes back i don't think they address that issue and even when van dijk comes back i don't think he'll be the same player for at least 4 to 5 months and in those 4 to 5 months they'll be stuck with uh, with europa league fixtures so van dijk to... wants to miss the euros he wants yeah. to miss the euros yeah, i just read that today i just yeah, read that of his recovery. Uh, just before yeah oh speaking he of said, uh, I, he... Uh, of the Netherlands, did you see what uh, what Ajax did? That was a class. Yeah, they, they yeah, that was a class. Yeah, they, they melted the the trophy and they gave it out to fans. Uh, stars to to season ticket holders. Wow. That that that, that is class. Yeah, that is <laughs> that one of the best uh, run best run clubs in the world. I mean, right from their academy. to the way they handle themselves their players all of that is one of the best run clubs in the world agree would be a, i think ajax bayern like they're like exemplary clubs and how to run a club this what you were saying even i i i you know for some reason i even love southampton for the way they run their club yeah but the problem with southampton great club great academy but they start becoming a feeder club like you feed to liverpool you feed to other european clubs right yeah, you, you yeah, never what okay, i mean unless unless some money comes into a club you cannot compete with the likes of you know uh, liverpool manchester united because there's so much of money in those in those top six clubs until some big ass chinese owner comes and buys southampton and builds a big ass stadium and and stuff like that there's, there's not much you can do this it's, it's only, yeah, I mean, it's they've shame, got the right intent you you know southampton at some point during yeah. this this league they were at the top of the table oh yeah stop this year yeah, that was with matt mm-hmm. leticia that was with no, matt no, no. leticia yeah. no this year this year that, this year 
this year this year oh they said stop the count yeah. right remember like they put out a thing yeah yeah in november december so southampton in in 20 positions of this league this year have occupied 15 of them they've gone <laughs> up down down up down up <laughs> it's hilarious so they've had the, which is amazing by itself okay like occupying 15 positions is no joke <laughs> Why they have the right intent? I think like they got the right. They just need that owner to come in, spend money, and like you said, they just launch them forward. I think the the one club that's doing it right is uh, Leicester because they get they squeeze so much money out of their transfers. See, I I like Harry Maguire. He's not worth eighty million. Maybe a worth maybe have been worth fifty million. Thirty uh, million uh, extra that they got was. It was great business even children i think children is worth is worth 30 million they got him, uh, chelsea got him for uh, 40 45 hey but drink water was not a good buy <laughs> yeah but even that also they sold for 40 million dude <laughs> like yeah. but i i think i think the, the biggest sale Kante. yeah when they sold us kante they sold us the league title <laughs> i think that that season they sold us the league title like that guy ran rings around everybody for that one season Now we won the title with him. That is an eighty million season, eighty million a season player, and yeah, even this year yeah, he's so influential. He's amazing. Yeah, I mean the Champions League both the goals came from his attacks, right? He, both yeah, against and, Madrid, and he was floundering under um, under Lampard. Lampard didn't really like him in his system, but Tuchel has managed. No, Lampard back. didn't want him to go forward, right? Sari came and made him an attacking midfielder. Right. Yeah, which is dr- Lampard came and put him back, and he was like, "No, don't do it." But dude, he's such a good attack. Like when he suddenly does an attack run, we score. Yeah, when he Invariably carries the ball forward. Score. Yeah, <laughs> one of the nicest. Like he puts the ball in well. Yeah. I think he's he's one of the nicest guys in football. It is a transfer. And he's won right? everything. Like like he won the Except World the- Cup. He won the Euro. He won the. ஒன்னு there's going to be a game every day every two days um for at least 3 weeks so mm-hmm. we'll we'll be we'll be around for it as well we have to figure out our timing and like the schedule but definitely going to be around for the euros so i think we should all pick lots and create like a bracket uh, and that that would be fun yeah. what, what i was saying about uh, season tickets was that there's one team called plymouth fc plymouth yeah um, yeah plymouth fc and uh, a bunch of people so so in their basement they have these covid vaccinations going on a bunch of people after getting vaccinated went and joined the season ticket line by mistake and a bunch of them bought it so now plymouth has <laughs> like 20000 season ticket holders for no reason <laughs> 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 but are they from plymouth in the first place <laughs> Yeah, but they support some other team, right? <laughs> yes, there are two in Plymouth. One is Plymouth Argyle, one is Plymouth FC. Uh, yeah, so Plymouth FC did this thing. So they might be fans of the other guy. 
It's like Sheffield Wednesday and Sheffield United. Right? They're going to oh, hate dude, themselves. That is the, the worst uh, feeling in the world, right? Like, like every time Vardy plays Sheffield United and Vardy is a Sheffield Wednesday fan growing up, they hate him and he always, he always scores against Sheffield United and uh, he really winds up the crowd. So they it's, it is a very strong rivalry. Yeah, my roommate was a Sheffield United fan and he hated Sheffield Wednesday's guts. Like he would travel back for a home game to Sheffield United just to go and like shout at the Sheffield Wednesday fans. Like you can't refer yeah. to Wednesday to Wednesday fans as Sheffield. You have to call them Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Mm. <laughs> Which is so weird because it's like a day of the week. <laughs> hey, bro, are you Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> Like to some pretty famous Wednesday fans, dude. Uh, uh, Alex Turner from the Arctic Monkeys is a big Wednesday fan. They're from the Midlands, right? Sheffield's in the Midlands, right? Yeah, it's in the Midlands. It's the Midlands. So I think it's time we to take a look at the week, the weekend's fixtures, barring the FA Cup. So, and it begins with um, Newcastle, Man City. I see a, a City win in this game, but to make things fun. Let's, because Pep is such an asshole when it comes to selecting teams, let's pick our 11 that you think is going to start this game. Because like, I, like, I don't know what this moron is going to do. <laughs> I think Edison will be in goal. That's a given. Okay. He'll play Stones, I think. Is uh, Stones back from suspension? Yeah, he had only one game, right? Which he missed. Yeah, he got oh, one it game. A, it was a double yellow. Okay. So I think he'll play Stones and Diaz. Stones, Stones Diaz. Diaz. I think Men- Mendy would play left back. Mm. I don't think Diaz is going to start. I think uh, Laporte might start. Stones and Laporte, yeah, it could be. Because he's going to rest. So my, my thought is, my thought is, he'll probably play those guys this week and then rest them through the week and then keep them fresh for the Champions League. I think like they'll get two weeks off. I think no, match I mean, sharpness is fine. Match right? sharpness is fine. So, yeah, it's still like he probably play them this week and then play them the week after, which is the next Sunday, the following Sunday, and then mm. play them for the Champions League the Saturday after. Yeah, that could be interesting. So, I, I, I don't think Diaz starts this week. I Me, mean, I think I think Diaz starts this week. I don't think Stones does. It's going to be Diaz, Laporte, and uh, Laporte in this scenario. And probably Aki, he'll, he'll go, he'll stick with the three at the back. And hey, then speaking had, of Laporte, did you see he's going to play for Spain in the Euros? Did you read that? Oh, I heard he's about that. No, he, he no he, he registered to play for Spain. He's all he's done. Is it okay? Yeah, it's I done. It's done. done. I, he it always done. struck me as being more Spanish than French. So it's kind of odd. I don't think he ever played for France. He must have played one game or something. And they have a they have a really good centre back pairing anyway, so I don't think they. I mean, they have three really good centre backs, so I doubt he'll get a start either way. So yeah, they have so, Umtiti, they have Varane, they have uh, Kimpembe. No, oh, that 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 team is just loaded with with talent front to back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and first team, second team as well. They can they can play two teams. Yeah, they could field they could field two teams and. Probably both the teams will get into the finals. Correct. Yeah. Correct. No, but yeah. back to the city. Leave, city. Win the league first and second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now back to the the fixtures. The city. Yeah. See, in my back thing, in my the, opinion, yeah. I think he's um, he plays 
he plays a three at the back with Ake, Diaz, and Laporte. Uh, he has Mendy, and I would say Kyle. Wa- I'd say Cancelo plays this weekend, so Mendy and Cancelo on either wing. Uh, and in the midfield, he'll go with. Um, I haven't seen De Bruyne in a while, so it could be KDB, Bernardo Silva, and Rodri. And up top, it could be Sterling and Aguero. I think that's the team he picks. Or in, I would swap out maybe um, Bernardo for... I think Mahrez plays. Mahrez, I, exactly. I Mahrez, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Mahrez plays, yeah. I, it's been oh, a while since Mahrez got a league game. He's not started. Who? Yeah, I think Foden. Mahrez plays this week. Foden. Foden, I think, comes off the bench. He's not going to play. Uh, I think Mahrez is definitely playing this week. But okay, now like also we uh, considering the majority of us play FPL. Let's start to look at teams through uh, through that scope. Okay, but before we begin, how have all of you done with your uh, with your squads this week? So plus and minus. Oh, uh, I'm on seventy three. I just checked my score. I mean, Watkins was a big letdown. I could have got I could have got uh, Calvert Lewin instead of Watkins. I stuck it out with Watkins. Uh, <laughs> we all know what happened in the United game. Oh, of course, yeah. Much into it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, uh, you know what, Aguero has. I think he's been one of my most favorite FPL assets ever. Uh-huh. And I think just before he leaves City, he did one last favor for me and Akshay, of course. Uh, <laughs> my Panenka in that to, straight to Mendy who was, my, yeah. who was our goalkeeper that was the best feeling ever from an FPL perspective I was I was <laughs> super I was super jealous man he got a he got a safe penalty then Fraser Foster did the same thing uh, yesterday in the Palace game so I got a plus 10 from that oh, so yeah so yeah. I'm at 95 points right now uh, mm. But I have quite a lot of players yet to play. Um, I have, I think, six players yet to play. Who are the six? I have Phillips, Shaw, Bruno, Greenwood, and uh, Jota, and Werner. Okay. So that's that's a lot. <laughs> you have half your I'm team. Sure, I'm sure I'm going to get a few more points from all of them put together. And, and, and you and Mendy, the keeper. I'm oh, and maybe. Maybe. So I have seven. You're right. Uh, so I'm on a hundred. Don't you have that Liverpool defender as well to play? Yeah. Akshay? Phillips. Phillips. Yeah, he mentioned Phillips. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I have. I'm on a hundred and nine. I have had a two hundred k rank in jump. Uh, jump in rank. <laughs> Super. And uh, I, a lot of it is down to my bench boost and generally. Uh, Fernandez, Greenwood, um, and Godfrey coming through. Ben Godfrey got me 12 points with an assist for Calvert Lewin's goal and a clean sheet on on uh, what do you call uh, on Saturday? No, Sunday. So and so it, it seems slowly by little uh, little by little I'm jumping up the ranks. I probably look to finish within the 300,000s, but I'm wildcarding this week because. Why not? It's it's finally time. Try and ride that way for a little bit longer. So I kind of want to know your opinions on the games to come, specifically with Burnley and Leeds. What do you think is happening with, with that one? Leeds winning that one. So if you were to pick up like uh, Leeds, 
options from either team who would you go with bamford or afinia hmm maybe that would... alas too if you have dallas yeah i think dallas is probably leeds also have a pretty easy run to the uh, end of the season they have about i i think in my they have they play they burnley, burnley southampton southampton and west brom yeah which yeah and west yeah. brom and, I think Dallas gets attacking returns in at least one of those games. Okay, uh Southampton Fulham uh, Fulham are down I think if you were to um Danny Ings is is about 8.5 maybe a little expensive but Fulham's fixtures are decent till the end of the season maybe we should consider uh what, I mean sorry Southampton's fixtures are decent till the end of the season so maybe consider an option yeah. there. Brighton West Ham so West Ham have to win and I don't think Brighton will let them. I think Brighton will win as And the back right down. What do, what do you guys? What do you guys? Uh, I mean, what do you guys think of Bruno out? Uh, I mean, what are the uh, after Liverpool? What are what are the chances he starts at Fulham? And I mean, starts versus Fulham and uh, Wolves. I think he plays the Wolves game. I don't think he plays the Fulham game. Maybe he doesn't start the Fulham game. Yeah, I have that. Yes. I've already mm-hmm. I've already moved him out of the team. I'm actually thinking of Bruno out this week. Let's see. Yeah, I've already yeah. moved him out. I'm going to be Vakari this week, so I think I'm taking him out as well. Yeah, I mean he's too expensive to be sitting on the bench for a blank, so I'm probably would I'm even though I feel he's going to punish me, but I, it's a chance I have to take. Uh, I mean after that there's Chelsea Leicester, so that that would be for like that that would be for third place in the league. So I mean immediately after the United Fulham game, I think if Chelsea Leicester played a one-one draw, have and take it and go home. it's for the benefit of everybody <laughs> i'm just saying including liverpool <laughs> excluding liverpool but yeah i mean uh, standard fixtures this week probably west brom and uh, west brom liverpool everton sheffield so your two captaincy choices should come from there uh, calvert lewin is nailed on to captain because sheffield have conceded the most amount of uh, chances post like they conceded about 2.88 chances per per game with Wilder. Now they're considering about three uh, 3.85 or something. So they're they're in horrible form, and that's a good uh, option to cap to captain. James also good captaincy choice because they play Wolves and they're really shit right now. I think Wolves beat Spurs. They play Bale as well, right? I think yes, maybe maybe put him in. Enough. Mm. Yeah, I've. By the way, by the way, there's a really funny quote from uh, Barnett, which is Bale's uh, manager. I mean, uh-huh. yeah, Jonathan Barnett. Yeah, yeah, he's like uh, Mourinho was a good coach, um, but it's like he was a good coach, not anymore. It's like would Julius Caesar be able to handle today's armies? And then <laughs> people have put like photos of like uh, Bale stabbing Mourinho the back, saying "It's too brutal." <laughs> It's quite funny. I, I think so. With the moment Mourinho, <laughs> the moment Mourinho went to Spurs and Bale was there, I was like, "Oh, that is the first. He is the second person he's going to fall out with after Delhi Ali, <laughs> because." Bill is like I am here to collect my paycheck and play golf, and, yeah. I'm, all, and I'm all golf. Golf. What is that? Wales. 
Mourinho. Uh, where is golf Madrid in that order? Where is golf Madrid, Mourinho, Spurs, Mourinho in that order? Uh, yeah. Not in Spurs. I think it was Wales, golf, Mourinho. By the way, um, so Juventus might get kicked out of Serie A if they don't back away from the Super League. And uh, these three teams are still holding on. Madrid, Barca and, and Juventus. Uh, to the Super League and uh, UEFA is considering taking action against them. They should. I generally think they should because I'll tell you why they hold, they're holding on because they have no money. That's basically it. Look at the three teams. Juventus, Barcelona and Madrid. They're all in massive debt. First, stupid decisions not about themselves. So don't try to change the landscape of football just because you uh, don't know how to handle your finances. I don't know what they're holding out for. Like, there's nothing. What will three people do in a league? Like, three teams. I have no idea. Especially, and you know what the funny thing is? Madrid says we don't have money and they went and gave a 20 million a year contract to, to David Alaba. <laughs> but, you, you know, what's funny? I think Juventus is outwitting UEFA by going to Europa. So, even if they get a Champions League ban, like, hey, it doesn't apply. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that should be it. Uh, I think final uh, final thoughts on the FA Cup final. Chelsea-Leicester, I think the game is going to end one, uh, maybe 2-0 uh, Chelsea. I don't think Leicester scored in this game. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think at least 1-0 we win. Yeah, I think a 2-0 win. Uh, I think it'll be 1-0 till the 80th minute and then Leicester will push and push and then Werner will break through the ranks. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut it back to somebody on the end of the uh, box goal or uh, Lord Alonso <laughs> yeah Alonso it's going to be a 2-1 win for Chelsea because um, I think it's going to be 2-1 to Chelsea I think Chelsea lead 2-0 and then Leicester get a consolation and right in the end yeah it wouldn't surprise but having me said that if Leicester won this game, it really wouldn't surprise me by just like some freak of nature that they do. But I just don't trust Rogers to like hold his bottle and like his little wobble right now is testament to it. Without that United team yesterday, he wouldn't have, he would have been struggling to make Champions League. Okay, take care. We'll see you in a bit.